Welcome to the Art of Visuals podcast. My name is Prince McClinton, creative entrepreneur and founder of Art of Visuals. And each week we bring you inspiring people and messages to help you unlock your creativity, launch your business, travel the world and create the life of your dreams. Thank you for spending time with me. Now let the good times begin. So today's guest is AOV's very own intern, Kyle Kerr. He's a 17-year-old photographer from Boise, Idaho, and I have the pleasure of getting to know and work with this gentleman pretty often out here in Boise. Uh, he actually comes around my house pretty often. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the select few. And uh, But anywho, Kyle, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Prince. It's uh Thanks for inviting me on. It's, it's going to be cool to talk about some stuff. Absolutely, yeah. brother. I'm, I'm stoked to have you on. Why don't you let the AOV community know a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Kyle. I live in Boise. Uh, I, I really got into photography um, a couple years ago when I actually just took my first photography class in high school. And it was like, you know off and on for a little bit, but then we had the compositing unit. And for like those of you who don't know what compositing is, it's like a it's like digital art more than true photography, stacking a bunch of images and creating really surreal scenes. And once, you know, we, we kind of went through this unit, it, it just opened up my eyes to like what you could really do with photography in general. And then I, I jumped on Instagram, just started posting my stuff. And of course, that's where I found AOV. I actually first found your account in the Idaho Statesman, like a super long time ago. My dad was like, oh, dude, there's this Instagram account followed you guys and that's how I really found about you and for you guys to be based in Boise is like so insane like what are the chances right so I think like one day I hit you and Travis up with like an email and like Travis responded in like 30 seconds I'm like no way dude these guys with like 800,000 followers at the time I'm like dude they're DMing me this is like crazy they're emailing me and uh and you guys are just super nice you guys you know Come hit us up at the District Coffee, remember that? And then I just went in and just kind of talked, and we've been meeting up ever since, making stuff. So, yeah, that was so cool. That was, that so was, cool. That was cool, man. It was exciting for us, too. So how did you – so you're 17 years old. You're in yep. high school. First of all, you're ambitious, which is awesome. Like, you definitely went out of your way to get an internship with us, which was really, really cool. Like, a lot of people hit us up, but you were definitely – you just, like – you just made it happen. And I also think it was kind of the right place, right time type. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The stars just kind of aligned for everyone. So that was cool. No, for sure. Yeah. So how'd you get into photography? Yeah. So it, so actually way back when, when, when Vine was still an app, I was super into videography. Like, like I loved making these really short clips um, of like my favorite soccer players. And I like loved soccer so much. I never really played soccer myself, but I loved FIFA, like the video game, like soccer, the video game. I put so many hours into that thing, but um, through kind of FIFA, I, I, I created this like love for soccer. And um, on Vine, I just really, really got into videography and making these like six second little videos of my favorite soccer players. Um, so I created, I had like a small following on Vine, but it was just that like that creator mentality of just like making something new really with videography. So when I, when I entered high school, um, I was looking for classes to get into videography, and we didn't really have a good videography class. It was more uh, just photography. So I'm like, well, photography is the closest thing to to video. So I hit up photography, and just from kind of there, it blossomed up. You know, I, I was taking normal pictures, and I kind of talked about the compositing thing, but 
uh, once I really hit compositing, it was just off from there. So yeah. Nice. What was your, what was your first photograph? Do you remember? Oh, I have no idea what my first photograph was. I mean, it's what like about, all what about the, your first Instagram post. Oh, oh, okay. My first Instagram post. So it, my first composite, I should start with that. So it's like, I didn't, I didn't post my first composite at all. It was so bad. It was so bad. I think I took a fox, like a picture of a fox, like turned its eyes red. And I think that was it. Like, like, you know, I just painted on red eyes. I'm like, Oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think that was my first composite. I don't really remember my first photo. It was probably like a picture of a, a flower or something trying to be all artsy and stuff. But, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how it always works. I know. I think, yeah, I guess it's a, I mean, it's a tough question. I, I don't even think my first photo, I don't really remember. I'm sure it was some type of skateboarding photo, but so what, what photographers inspire you? Oh man. Oh, the names. And so I'd say the first photographer that really kind of blew my mind is he's on Instagram. He's huge on Instagram. You may, you may have heard of him, but, uh, Brian Adam Castillo, like that's for the longest time. He was like my all time favorite photographer, just his style his themes, his color palette, they were just so, so cool. It's totally different from um, what, I'd, what I'd seen anywhere else. He kind of takes this, takes photography and manipulates it around his own style. And it just really blew my mind, you know, this kind of space theme going on, but also these really, really cool colors that were consistent, just really, really awesome stuff. Recently, though, I've kind of found a love for, like, uh, form in photography and really good, like, architecture stuff, really good urban stuff. So there's this guy on Instagram named Vern Ho, and he's super, super good composition-wise. Like, he has some of the best architecture stuff. I, I myself try to look for architecture, like, really good lines, leading lines and stuff in, in uh, photography. But that guy's a master, Vern Ho, V-E-R-N-E-H-O, I think is his app on Instagram. But he's super awesome. I think he's totally underrated, but uh, he's, like, one of the guys that I think consistently puts out really, really solid content. Dude, absolutely. He's uh he's got a great great feed. I'm gonna have to have to slide into the DM, dude. Thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the hookup on that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, with that said, what's your favorite photography genre? Oh uh, well, I guess the broad genre would be compositing, just because like that's that's my niche. But what type with, within compositing? Like, do you like prefer within port- compositing? Yeah, do you prefer like portrait composites, no. landscape? I love, I love like, I guess, I guess type of composite. I, I double exposures, even though that's such like a simple composite. I feel like people can really nail double exposures. Like I've just seen some crazy good double exposures. And if you guys don't know what a double exposure is, it's just like stacking two images and blending them together, kind of like opacity tweaks and whatnot. But like I've seen some really awesome double exposures. Uh, some people are just really amazing at compositing, like. Uh, there's this guy named Artside on Instagram and he, he is just like, I, I can his, com- so in my own compositing, I try not to make my images look real just cause I know if I try to sell a composite as something real, it, it's not going to work, you know, cause I'm not there yet. I, that's not necessarily the direction I want to go, but this guy Artside, he makes composites look real. He'll create these crazy looking landscapes and it'll look like totally real and totally awesome. So that's something I kind of envy. But yeah, I guess going back to the question, landscape composites, I guess. I'm really bad with uh, uh, just like portraits in general and taking portraits. It's not really my my niche, but uh, right. I, I love landscape composites, yeah. Okay. What's the hardest part about 
creating composites because I feel like they they oh. got like it's got to be a like dude your edits like how long does that take you? That's got to be so. Oh okay consuming. okay. So th- I get this question a lot actually, and the answer is kind of unorthodox. Uh, it's not the the composite or the technique that's the hard part. Like once you understand Photoshop and really understand what the tools do, you can start visualizing like how to build things before you really build them. The hardest part and kind of the most time consuming is getting the ideas. And this kind of goes to kind of the Instagram game as a whole. You know, you have to be uploading consistently. To get a new idea for composite every other day is one of the most difficult things. Like, you know, you'll have this really awesome idea and you'll execute it really, really well and be like, oh yeah, you know, that's awesome. You'll finish it, you'll post it, and then it's like, you gotta do it all over again. You'll have, you have to have this really awesome idea all over again. So the hardest part for me, definitely, and the most time consuming, um, is getting that idea. And it, they, they pop up at the most weird times, right? I'll be, I'll be sitting in my bed right before I go to sleep. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Or, you know, I'll see something on Instagram or I'll see like a weird perspective in real life. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's so cool. I should put something together. But the hard part isn't Photoshop, right? The hard part is getting the ideas and kind of creating something new and something original. So, yeah. Gotcha. So what about the cutouts part? So when you're cutting out a person or like a bridge or like you, so you oh, put, masking. You, you put oh. all, yeah. Okay. So masking. <laughs> so, you, so you put all these different yeah, like yeah. vectors and stuff inside of these images. Like, dude, how long does it take you to cut that stuff out? I just remember how long it used to take me to cut out stuff when I was yeah. doing uh, this kind of like, uh, graphic design type stuff when I was younger, it used to take a really long time to do the masking. Yeah, so masking is like a huge thing in compositing. It's like what uh, you need to do to composite. Um, uh, kind of going back to visualizing how to build stuff um, in your head before you actually make it. You don't really think about the masking, but when you dive into Photoshop, if you have to like mask out a tree, trees are the most difficult thing to cut out of anything. Like every single little branch and all these little pixels. So usually... You know, I have to jump in with the pen tool and like literally just hit every other pixel on the picture and just go up and mask the thing. Because it's like nobody wants to see an image that, that looks like it's just like poorly cut out of something else. So, yeah, like if you want to talk about the, the cutout packs, the uh, AOV, right? AOV is going to be supplying these cutout packs where we're going to have a bunch of these pre-masked images to help you with your compositing. And the main thing is just to save time because masking... Um, I know, and I, uh, other compositors know that it just takes forever, and it's not—it's not necessarily creative or anything. It's like it just takes forever. So, um, AOV cutout packs that we're going to be coming out with soon uh, just hope to enable uh, your compositing, really just cut down on that time because, I, like, totally, like masking just takes forever, and it's not—it's not the creative part about compositing, right? It's—it just takes a ton of time, you know. I'd say masking takes up more than half half of my compositing time if we were to put in put it in numbers. That's the that's what the cutout packs are gonna do. I just masking masking kind of sucks. So. <laughs> yeah, that sounds dude. That sounds intense. Like part of me feels like I'm really happy that I just do normal uh, photography, but at the same time, I see like your wicked cool composites, and I'm like, man, like I would love to do that, but. For me, like time is of the essence. But with the cutout packs, now that I have your cutouts, I'm definitely gonna be playing around. Yeah, uh, yeah. With some composites, and I might get yeah. a little, I might get a little reckless and just start taste uh, tossing planes in front of 
all of yeah. my, all of my cityscapes yeah. and things like that. You have that. to start just... somewhere, man. And you have to start somewhere. It's all about the process. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'll be coming out with like some tutorials and stuff to kind of supplement those and uh, show you what you can really do with them. But That'd yeah, cut cool. packs are going to be really, really cool. Um, it's really going to kind of help enable compositing. It's going to be cool. Look forward yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm stoked about the cutout packs too. Life questions, dude. Who inspires you, Kyle? Honestly, a lot of people inspire me. I know you, obviously, just seeing you as an entrepreneur, and it's like, whoa, man! I who who knew you can make a business out of photography? Like, like just seeing somebody like you in like my local kind of area is really really insane. But <laughs> uh, but a lot of people that I haven't met honestly inspire me. Um, some people's work ethic, like on YouTube, like Casey Neistat, obviously, when I was really into video, his stuff, like his work ethic is insane. You know, he kind of drives that idea of if you work hard, you will get places. Um, his video a day series that he, he stopped doing recently, but he used to do, just used to be like so inspiring for me. It's like, wake up, create something every day. Like, damn, dude, I like that is, I, I envy that skill. A lot of people inspire me, man. I, it's not necessarily the people who inspire me, but it's like weird things inspire me. Like this, this envy to have good work ethic inspires me, you know, this like envy to, to get out there and make something awesome. But yeah, yeah. A lot of inspiration from a lot of different places. I love it. And, uh, dude, obviously I'm stoked to, to be someone who inspires you. I'm just really excited that I get to spend time with you and and watch you grow and, Dude, you're going to conquer the world, man. Like you're sharp. You got the work ethic. You got the brains. And uh, I'm just stoked to, to just watch you and your journey as you progress. That said, we all have fear. Um, and so I'm curious, you know, how do you deal with your fear? Uh, from kind of a creative point, I fear just like losing that consistency, losing that quali- uh, quality. So has been- not what do you fear, but how do you deal with fear? Fear keeps a lot of people from taking action, you know? I mean, you just got to do it sometimes, man. It's like it, you can't stay stagnant, you know? Um, you don't really know what's going to be on the other side if you don't, if you don't try it, right? So one, one way I, I can really just start conquering, you know, these fears is to get motivated. Like get motivated to do something awesome. Um, if you're procrastinating or not, kind of just putting it off or it's been an idea you've had for a really long time, you're just not doing it or you're, you fear that it's not going to be good, get motivated to make it good. You know, that's what I, that's what I do. And um, getting motivated is like one of the best things for me creatively that pushes me th- through things. And I think I asked you this question like a while back. It's like, what keeps you motivated? And one of the things you said was just like changing environments and like being in new environments and that is like really, really resonated with me. You know, I see myself just going downtown more often and like just taking my laptop places and just hanging out in new areas. And that that's like something that really helps me overcome, I guess, fears to to create more, I guess. I, the motivation is like something that almost conquers all fears, I guess. Motivation for me. I have a few questions regarding Instagram, especially for you because you're 17 yeah. You're 17, you're in high school. And so the way you guys, you know, the younger generation are utilizing Instagram is different than how a 28 year old myself is going to utilize Instagram. So why don't you tell me like, you know, why don't we start off with some of the good things and the pros that you see with Instagram 
Um, and then we can go into some of the cons and, right, right. and the other side of Instagram and, and being 17 and in high school and trying to become a photographer. Instagram is, is pretty crazy. You know, it's been a, a big part of my photography career, I guess. For me, Instagram for a really long time was, uh, was a motivator, right? I, it, it motivated me to, to keep on creating even the days that I didn't really want to create, right? You, you have to get a post up, you know, every other day, or you promise your followers this or that. So it's like you're motivated to go out and do that. And I think that consistency to creating all the time is something to be valued, right? Also, probably one of the more obvious things with Instagram is you can get a name for yourself, right? You can reach a ton of people. I see it both on the local level in my school, right? People are like, oh, you know, you're that guy from Instagram. Like, yeah. And, you know, without Instagram, they wouldn't have been able to see my art. And Instagram for me, deep down, is just a tool for people to see what I'm doing. You know, I'm not doing Instagram to improve Instagram. I'm doing Instagram to improve my art and to get people to see my art. And that's a that's kind of a big thing that I think a lot of people my age I see who who are using Instagram. It's kind of like a something that I see like a lot of people are doing wrong. They're they're working on Instagram to build their Instagram, right? One of the biggest things that I see with with like my friends who want to get uh, big Instagram accounts is all you have to do is focus on your content, right? You don't. There's no, there's no special strategy. I mean, there are like little things you'll do to improve your, your Instagram ap- account. But it's like, if you have good content and you post consistently, like that idea of consistency, people will, people will come, people will follow. And uh, that, that's just kind of like the process, I guess. To be able to network with Instagram, you know, I've gotten a couple jobs through Instagram. I really, I really kind of uh, love seeing the engagement and the comments. I'd say networking and motivation. Those are those are the two big ones. Instagram can be great. Instagram can be great, but yeah. Other times, yeah, not so much. But <laughs> so before we get into the cons, I'm curious. Do you feel like you're more popular or cooler at your school because of Instagram? Like, you know, I feel like Instagram if you have like a decent Instagram following, you're like one of the cool kids in high school. Oh, if man. you have like a social media following. So I mean, I'm not saying that. My, I'm not saying yo, yo, that makes no, you cooler, your, but I get your question. Yeah, yeah, I get your question. So it's like people will know my names in the halls and stuff, but you know what is what does that really mean? It's like that. Like I don't really care about that. That doesn't really. Right. I could care. I could care less if somebody in my school that I don't know knows my name. You know. I think it's cool. You want to know? I think it's cool. I think it's cool because when I was growing up, Kyle, and when I was in high school, like. It was not cool to be an artist. Like it was not cool to be a photographer oh. or an artist of any type. And oh, the yeah. coolest people in the school were like the jocks and the gangsters. And like yo, that was yo, about still, it. But we still got the jocks, man. We still got the jocks and the gangsters, man. We still got those guys. But <laughs> but now you have uh, the, now you have the the, the creators. We have cool yeah the too, creators. Which is, and I think I think like a huge part of that is due to like social media, honestly, and this yeah. like. You know, with YouTube, it's like, it, it, it's cool to be a YouTuber, man. It's cool to take video and cool to take photos. And it's like, people want to live that lifestyle. So yeah, totally. It's like, I don't think anybody at, at our school really disses on photography or creating. I mean, the people who do it well, it's like a jock or a gangster, anybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's you know it's it's kind of cool having a big following on Instagram to get those like comments and engagements. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, the you don't you don't 
like even though people will know your names it's not like the the craziest change i guess you know it's just having a big right. number gotcha. yeah so what are the cons for you like what do you think the cons of instagram are for for young people like yourself you can't the cons of Inst- the con of instagram kind of as a whole is this idea of improving numbers and that is like such a terrible mindset you know i see it i see it in in like art accounts who want to grow and have this huge massive following and just like personal accounts it's like oh you know what photo can get the most likes you got to do this and that to get the most likes or you got to do you know like what's correct on instagram to get the most likes and the most followers and it's like i think that's totally the wrong mindset to have when going about instagram i think it should be out she should be about just like creating the best content you can whether that be photography you know just sharing you know selfies or whatever take the best selfie you can you know create the best content you can um don't chase numbers you know it's like and that's that's like when you start chasing numbers that's when you start to get burned out and kind of recently with my stuff, I, I noticed that I was chasing these numbers and it's like engagement starts to plateau and it's like my whole kind of attitude starts to plateau and I don't want that. It's like, you know, that, that seems terrible. You know, why are these numbers kind of dictating what I post? And I don't want that. But to kind of mentally get over that barrier is, is really tough. The best way to show it is you see the same places on Instagram over and over and over and over. And they may be really, really awesome places, but it's like, they're places that get a lot of likes. Like that's that's why people keep on sharing it. They're not like new cool places. They're places that get a lot of likes. So my my big thing is just don't don't chase the numbers. Chasing numbers, you'll get burned out. But it's like if you're doing it for the content, good things will come. I mean that's what I've learned from Instagram recently. And that that's something I've recently learned. You know, I I used to chase the followers, but the big thing is just like make good content that's that's always the bottom line you know exactly yeah. it's all about the art man and, and just putting it out there that's good is is really beautiful to hear your take on that so for you what would be like the perfect platform you know or application for sharing your artwork like what yeah. you know what does that look like for you like what do you yeah think? i remember we talked about this the very first day at uh, when we were at district, like you asked me, it's like, well, what's the what's the perfect social media? And I think the perfect well, it, it doesn't have to day, necessarily be social media. It it's can, the perfect like sharing app, right? Right, right. What the perfect app for you as a creator? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I totally get rid of the the following system, or at least get rid of the number. Like I wouldn't have the number on there. I I would want something that differentiates. The people who are putting in like tons and tons of effort and making genuinely cool stuff from, you know, just the person who posts every once in a while, just like, you know, the random selfie. So I think a way of doing that rather than likes would be like hidden upvotes. You know, it's like if you like something, upvote it. But it's like nobody can see these upvotes. But, you know, that that works with the algorithm or whatever um, to get pushed further up on the feed or put in this. Um, you know, best of section. Because I genu- genuinely like want to see new awesome pictures. I don't want people to be driven to make awesome pictures for the numbers. So if there was a social media where I could get like, ins- or not social media, just any sharing platform, right? That I could get constant, really awesome content from and inspiration from, I'd hop on that real quick. Even Even if it didn't have the whole follower system or anything like that, like I'd totally join that. Gotcha. Appreciate you sharing that. Just a few questions left here before we go ahead and wrap today's episode up. Yeah, yeah. 
what uh so what are you i know you've done some traveling you know what is what's been your favorite adventure this far with photography i mean okay so there's like a couple really awesome adventures that like resonate with me one okay one was really local and it's super unorthodox it's like super not what you you would expect but um, a couple of my friends were just sitting around we're sit- sitting in our room or sitting in my friend's room and we're like yo i like let's just go out and take pictures let's just drive where drive somewhere and take pictures so we searched up on, up on google like you know best place to take pictures in in idaho from like two hours from boise right so we come apro- across this place called thousand springs and we look at google images and it's like the coolest you know these awesome waterfalls falling over these huge rocks and it just looks so cool so we're like all right let's do it so we jump in the car and we know it's going to be like a two-hour drive um, and we just keep on driving and driving and we kind of know it's like it's going from two hours to three hours and you know we're still driving and we finally see the sign you know and we step out of the car and we look across the river because we've been kind of driving along this river and we look across and there is the lamest waterfall I think I've ever seen. Like, it is so <laughs> sad. It is like this dribble of water over dirt. It, 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 I wouldn't even call it a waterfall. It is so sad. It is so sad. Uh, however, when I, like, when I look back on that trip, even though we took terrible pictures, like I didn't get a single good photo out of that trip, it was one of my favorite trips ever just because it was like with a group with some really awesome friends and we we're just being spontaneous on this awesome road trip. Yeah, yeah, it was like more about the experience, just being with awesome friends, taking photos rather than like the photos themselves. That being said, you know, I'd love to go to New Zealand and take dope pics. <laughs> let's make, let's make uh, that yeah. happen, bro. Yeah, man. We got to make yeah. that happen. <laughs> with you being so young, I'm curious to what advice you have for older creators. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the thing I see with older creators is they usually find their style when they're younger um, and they kind of stick with that style. Like a lot of the photographers I see, it's like the very general photography, you know, you know, you see these really awesome landscapes and they are really awesome landscapes, but it's like, you know, what's, what's really unique or new about them. So my advice to like older creators is, look into some of the more contemporary stuff, like look into those crazy styles you see on Instagram or, you know, different websites or whatnot and like try them out and try to implement them, you know. So many older creators I see, at least, you know, from my experience, have this like kind of just raw photography style and this purist kind of style. And I feel like that that's really, that can be like a really, really awesome thing to stay true to. But you know, accept some of the, the digital world, you know, accept uh, some, some com- compositing maybe, you know? So big thing, just be open to some like new contemporary ideas. That's, that's, I guess my big thing. I love it. So it sounds like, you know, like you don't, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself and try new yeah, things and, yeah, and don't be sure. such an old fart and be so yeah. like, uptight <laughs> about yeah. everything. Be open to like, just yeah. be open to new things. And like, even if it's not your thing, that doesn't mean you have to be, say bad words about it. Just like, that's just not your thing. And that's cool, you know, but there's no need to be negative about it. Yeah. So I've actually gone on a couple like photography trips uh, with my school and um, my teacher will invite like professional photographers. And they've been really, really awesome about like teaching the young, you know, I guess like another piece of advice, like help us, help us guys out, you know, help the, help the newbies out. Cause it's like, we're trying to jump in the same game you guys are and you guys have a ton of experience. So 
um, help us out. And for the most part, you know, most pro photographers I've met have been really awesome about that. But, you know, if you guys see a, a random DM from some guy who's asking you, you know, what lens you shot it on, you, you may have seen that question so many times, but um, it may really help that, that person out. So, so yeah, that, that would be my advice. Help us out. <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, we should definitely be giving back. Shout out David Day. I know David Day. Yeah, he's done yeah. some stuff he's with awesome. you, so that's cool. Yeah. With that said, last question: What advice do you want to give to other young creators before you know? These are your parting words for the AOV community, and I kind of see you as like you know in charge of like the young generation. Like I see you as one of the most inspirational young people that I know. And with you working with AOV and you know more closely, like I'd love. You know, as AOV grows, I'd love to see you in a position where you're working, you know, a lot more closely with the the younger portion of our community and doing things with them. So what advice would you want to share with them? My main thing is just like get inspired and get motivated to make something awesome. I see so many really creative people who really want to do photography and they kind of just get lost in, in high school and like it, they, they, you know, they have this idea that, you know, you don't have any any extra time to do photography and this creative stuff. But my main thing would just be, you know, make a little time for it and just dive in and get motivated to make something awesome. I mean, it's just like a couple hours of Photoshop tutorials and boom, you're on your way to making some really dope stuff. So, yeah, main thing is don't be afraid to invest a little bit of time into something you really want to do, whether that be creating or anything. Just that initial start to just putting in a little bit of time into photography outside of the maths and uh, the English and, you know, all the other core classes uh, around school. That was huge. Just, just to be able to start, start making stuff. Yeah. Get inspired. That's my, that's my kind of key. Get inspired. And take a- and, hey, and, t- and take action. Like, don't talk about it. Be about it. Like, one of the things that I think I love most about you is, a you have an ext- what's your GPA, Kyle? It's a uh, weighted. It's like a four one. So you have a four point one GPA. You're taking a bunch of advanced classes. You have a full time school schedule, and you're still able to be an intern for Art of Visuals and work with us on a lot of different various projects. And you still are able to take all these photographs and spend all this time creating composites and creating tutorials and all these different things. Like, dude, you work so hard and you just take action and you make it happen when so many other people will just kind of wait around. So mad respect to you. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Obviously, there's a reason why you are interns, because you are an exceptional human being and you just... uh, not only are you an exceptional human being, you just dude, you just embody all the values and, and characteristics of being a part of AOB. And that's why you're here. And that's why you'll always be here, man. So I appreciate you. I love you. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Kyle. Thank you for listening. Please share the Art of Visuals podcast with your friends and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Sharing is caring. You can follow Art of Visuals on Instagram at Art of Visuals or sign up for the Art of Visuals newsletter on artofvisuals.com. Join us next episode for more, but until then, let's continue to visually inspire the world together.